Welcome to the third episode of the Wildly Mediocre Podcast. I am Mike, joined as always by Jake. Jake, we've got a very special guest, our first guest actually on the Wildly Mediocre Podcast. Why don't you introduce him to the people out there listening? Uh, it's your brother, actually. His name is Morgan. What is up, everybody? Yeah, this is Morgan, my younger brother. We've got the first of hopefully many guests. We, we would totally love to have some other guests on this pod. If you're listening and you want to reach out to one of us to try to be on the pod, hit up our man Jake on every social media platform at that blonde guy. Jake's, gonna, Jake's our social media guy. Just hit him up. He's going to respond to almost everything. He's on social media way too much anyway. If you listen to our first episode, we're both addicted to social media. A little bit. But Morgan, thanks for coming on. Are you excited to be on the Wildly yeah, Mediocre yeah, Podcast? No problem. Where's it? It's okay. It's okay. Very tough. Uh, no, thanks for having me. No, I'm, I'm very excited for this. Perfect. We're excited to have you on, and we've got a great first topic that we're going to go over right now that you are on the podcast. So, television shows come in, come in your life and leave your life, sometimes too soon, and sometimes they're like that toxic ex that you just can't dump, and they are just still there. <laughs> just still there annoying wow. your existence every day at 7 p.m. So, we are going to start with shows that need to come a com- make a comeback. I'm going to start first. Naturally, I'm going to start first. My problem. show is the show that used to be on Spike TV. It was on, a, I think that was the only network it was on, but it is Deadliest Warrior. Yeah, it was Spike. Ooh. Yeah. Before Spike became Paramount. Exactly. And it was one of the greatest shows to watch as a teenage boy, just figuring out who would win in all of these hypothetical battles. It's like, all right, we've got four Roman centurions versus four Viking warriors. Let's check out their weapons, their history, their tactics, and see who wins. And you just got a bloody battle at the end, and it was insane. Right, so now, what was your favorite part of the show? Because my, I always loved when they did like the stuff before they did uh, the virtual reenactment of it. Didn't mm-hmm. they have like multiple like steps? Yeah, that? they had like it was like three parts seven. until like the all out like best of seven fight. In yeah, it. yeah. So basically, how the structure was for those of you who don't know, Deadliest Warrior is they would bring in people who are either descendants of these warriors. So like they'd bring in some Viking descendants or some people who studied. These warriors, you know, people who study the samurai, the Vikings, the Romans, the Green Berets, because it got more modern as the show went on. And then you would have them break down their weapons, their tactics, their mindset. And then a lot of times later in the show, they would bring in military tacticians to check out some of their more famous victories of either a historical figure or a group of people. And I, like Jake said, always loved the beginning part where you just got to see how cool they were. You literally got to see the damage that a Viking battle axe would do. Or what I loved was anything with medieval England. Like whenever we had a knight or like a musketeer was on there at one time. Wait, wait, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it was awesome. They had their little rapier sword, the really thin one. Wait, how do you say that again? Rapier. It's a rapier. R-A-P-I-E-R. I'm fairly certain. It's a rapier. Yeah, it's it's a thin thin sword with a, it's got a guard around the hand to protect you from your hand from getting cut. Isn't that like a fencing sword? A, a fencing sword is basically a descendant of the rapier. Yeah, a fencing sword is just more like just it just comes straight to like a yeah. rubber point. Okay, I just yeah. didn't know yeah. that yeah. this was like called a rapier. So when you yeah, say, I just heard rape. And my ears. It's a rapier. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. That's that. the official name of the sword. Oh wow. Yeah. The more you know. But Deadliest Warrior was an absolute awesome show, and I loved it. I remember me and Morgan would watch it all the time just to see who would win. The one that I always remember is it was Al Capone versus Jesse James. Oh yes. That was one of the best episodes of the entire show. And I can't even find it, like, on demand or on any streaming service. Like, I don't know where it went. It, it might be on this new Paramount Plus that's coming out because Spike oh, became Paramount. It's definitely gone. Um, and I hope so because this show is awesome. But it totally needs to make a comeback because we can even revisit the older ones. You know, we, there were a lot of Warriors on there, a lot of great 
historical figures too, because like I said, they went to historical figures like Jesse James, Al Capone, um, Genghis Khan. Uh, was on a few. Yeah, Genghis Khan, Yo, Hannibal. Cool. Um, it definitely needs to make a comeback because it would be so cool to see all of these things again and just in a new light. And we also have so much more technology coming out right now. You know, we, we've got a lot more technology we could test things with. We might even be able to dive in a little bit more on the history too. Just because the re- reenactment of like that last part of it. Exactly. Where they would fight. It's going to be a movie. Yeah. It's going to be a fucking movie. It would be awesome to see that happen. It would be insane. But Deadliest Warrior is my show. Morgan, you're the guest, so we're going to have you go next on the show that you think should make a comeback. A resurgence from the dead. Well, it's not really a resurgence from the dead. It did just stop airing. I think last year was its like official close. It is Last Man Standing. Great show. I was so Tim Allen is a great. Tim uh, Allen is a national treasure. He is. Up there with Nicolas Cage. If really? Nicolas, Tra- Nicolas Cage and the new national treasure might try to steal Tim Allen, he's that much of a national treasure. That's a little much. No, he is might have. Not? He's right up there with the Declaration of Independence. The man was Santa Claus, all right? Yeah, a few yeah, times. He is Santa. He, yes. Also Woody. Yeah, he's, he's Woody. Woody. No, he's, he's Buzz. Is he Buzz? Tom I, Hanks I, is I, Woody. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, then he's like, what, kidnapping? Like, then you're going to have Liam Neeson's in it, and it's going to be coming No, no. See, Liam Neeson's not going to be in it unless you kidnap his daughter. We're not kidnapping yeah. his daughter. We're just, kidn- we're just kidnapping Tim the Toolman. Listen, that's only taking one. Taking two and three, completely different. Liam no, because he's taken two, the daughter, or the wife gets stolen, too. No, and taking no, two... No, taking two, the daughter gets stolen again. Taking three, the wife gets stolen. Or the ex-wife, no, I think. No, three, uh, Liam Neeson's gets stolen as well. Well, it's that's just daughter. a bad decision There, was, for there was one where Liam Neeson got taken, and his daughter had to Liam um, do everything that Liam Neeson would have done to find his daughter if she was kidnapped. The fact that we got three of those movies just blows my mind. It, it, no offense to Liam Neeson at all. I do not want to shot, shoot fire... You're going to shoot five. Yeah, I don't want to do that to Liam Neeson and have him come after me. But three Taken movies where someone in his family or himself gets taken every single time, it shows something to, about Liam Neeson. As a parent? As a parent. And a husband? As a, and a husband. And it, himself. It's still, I, I've said this before. The fact that we got three Taken movies and only two movies is Nick Cage's Ghost Rider? That is That's kind of ridiculous. Well, now I'm, like, now I'm thinking about it. See, Taken, they could have had a nice series going on if they just changed the actors uh, throughout the entire thing. So, like, the first one we had Liam Neeson be the guy. The next one we have a complete new set of cast. And, like, say so we have Keanu Reeves. So it would just the be the guy. same kind of story, but with different people. Different people. And change, like, the setting. Like, so one time we're in the mat, like, they. Uh, but it's, it's the same story, just recycled over and over again with different people. Great. Star Wars has done it four times. Three Star Wars has done it a lot more times. Once. Where the same story with recycled people from the original trilogy to the sequel trilogy because the prequel trilogy is a completely different thing. Yeah, the sequel trilogy is almost a carbon copy of the original trilogy, and I'm not denying that. Okay, but we still paid money to go see it. I mean, for sure, I'm not going to pay money to see Keanu Reeves in the same movie that Liam Neeson was in. You, I've literally been in the same room. You saying with you saying you would buy tickets to any movie that Keanu Reeves is in. I probably would. That's why you went to go see the last uh, Toy Story. No, I went to go see the last Toy Story movie because it's Toy Story. I, I still have yet to see that movie. Oh, the I, fourth I, have, Toy Story? I have not seen the fourth Toy Story movie. Oh, so good. good. I didn't like the ending. I'm not a fan the, of the ending. See, I'm a huge fan of it. Huge fan of the ending. We're not going to spoil it here because Morgan hasn't seen it. But, like, it leaves it now for Disney Plus. They could run with it. Also, oh, yeah, Disney Plus with a TV <clears throat> show of Toy Story. That, that could be a real... It just, the ending, it, it, it showed a lot of character development, and the main character is fleshed out a lot, and he makes a decision that I don't believe that he would truly make. 
because he's had a lot of character development. And it, 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 if you haven't seen the movie, we're going to be talking like it's nothing. But if you have seen the movie, you're kind of going to understand what it is. And we're not going to spoil yeah. it because, like I said, Morgan hasn't seen it. This is tough. It is. But the, the main decision for the main character that he makes towards the end, mm-hmm. I fundamentally disagreed with based on his character in prior movies. See, Because I, he has had one mission his entire existence, and he finally decides that he's going to go against it. So I understand the character development. Because I remember in the third movie, that all shifts. That almost is a glass shattering... Does it shift? It's a glass shattering realization that what he thought was a thing isn't a thing. So we can talk about the third movie. He thought that Andy was his world. Yes. But then he had to realize that his world isn't Andy. His world is making a kid happy. Yes. So it, it, didn't, it didn't break the glass. It just shifted it. Like you said, it's a shift. Okay. But now off that same one... Wait, go on. Yeah, wait. So, is the main main character of the fourth movie is it's still like it, Woody it's in the Woody. toys? It's and not it, that that it's Woody Spork in the toy. Sporky guy. is in it. Sporky's I, also well, a great character. Sporky was like all like the the advertisement. Sporky's of like Grogu. Okay, but yeah. not Grogu. Yeah, Sporky's a great character. Yeah. Sporky's I love Sporky. quite literally his biggest thing is when he calls himself trash because he is trash, and everyone relates to it. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, guys, we're trash. Yeah, we're all trash people. He's speaking facts. Exactly. Exactly. We're going down a Toy Story rabbit hole that we need to not be on right now because Morgan literally talked for 20 seconds about Last Man Standing and then we started talking about Toy Story. So Morgan, keep going on why you want to keep Last Man Standing airing on television after, and bold take by Morgan, he still wants it going after nine seasons and I'm a fan. I think the show's hilarious. I think it's one of the best shows on television. So after nine seasons, it's tough for me, but I, I'm, I'm going to side with Morgan here. Yeah, in my opinion, I don't really think Last Man Standing was a series that followed. It had like a, like one big objective the entire thing. It just was kind of just free-flowing episodes. It's a stereotypical sitcom, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it was just free-flowing episodes. Like Each episode has a different thing, and it's their own separate episodes. But there was just something with the level of comedy in that show that just made it stand out to me from other sitcoms. Well, I think I, they didn't pull as many punches. Like there's definitely some stuff they like were they walked the line with, but I feel like nowadays um you find a lot of shows they'll pull punches. Like they they, they want to be safe uh, opposed to like, "Hey, let's just go for the laugh." It got pulled off air originally for that. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't pulling punches, it made jokes that the network didn't like and they pulled it off the network. Yeah, it got cut off for like back. five seasons yeah. and then it got picked up yeah. by somebody else for the other four. It got cut after five seasons. And then it, I, I can't remember who picked it back up. Um, and then it got it got restarted. One of the main actors who plays Mandy, one of Tim Allen's daughters, had to be recasted because she was engaged she in other acting opportunities and could not come back um, for the shows. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it a repilot, but it wasn't a repilot. A retooling? Um, uh, yeah, maybe. I Maybe think, yeah, that's a, I think that's, a, that's but, a very good description of that. Yeah. I could definitely understand why Last Man Standing. I mean, it's just a great show. It's a dad and his daughters and their lives and his wife and him being. For those of you who don't know, he basically runs like a Bass Pro Shop of sorts called Outdoor Man. Yeah. Basically, a play on Bass Pro Shop or Cabela's, and he is basically a marketing director. Runs it kind of a co-owner kind of deal, and it's just him being a family man while running this business. It's a great show. Well, what I like about it is like, because uh, I've never like just sat down and like watched it fully through, but it's one of those show, <clears throat> one of those shows that you can literally pick up at any moment, watch an episode, and you don't need to know what's going on. Like, third, like if you're four seasons in, you don't need to know what happened in the first three. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's exactly it. What you it doesn't really have those callbacks. Exactly. Yeah. Like things that affect the characters yes. going forward. Yeah. 
And I think that, that makes it a little bit different than some of these other sitcoms that are on there. Like, you know, in an episode of Friends, you can pick up Friends mm-hmm. a little bit, but you're not going to understand a lot of the dynamics. So, like, say you pick it up and you don't really understand, like, the whole... Ross and Rachel Yeah, situation. Ross and Rachel or Monica, Monica and Chandler. Yep. Anything like that. Or just Joey, whenever he says something. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're, you're not going to pick it up. If you, <laughs> if you just pick up Friends five seasons in, you're not going to get it. As well fully. as you will. You fully. I mean, yeah. Friends is still a sitcom in the regard that you're going to pick it up and you're going to laugh because it's that friend yeah. dynamic. But Last Man Standing is definitely that you can pick it up episode one, episode 100, and it's still going to be funny. And you're still really going to get the point. It's a dad and his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a dad with three daughters. Exactly. Basically, it's like if you want to put it down to the nitty gritty. But it's like, it's not, like you said, like, it's not like a How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother is if you come in season six or something like that, you're going to have you a can't lot of do questions. It. You can't do it. A lot of questions. Yes. You're going to have a lot of yeah. slap bets and Ted trying to meet his wife, talking to his kids, and you're not going to get it. Side note, slap bets need to come back. They do. Slap bets do need they, to They were a lot of fun in that show. They're, they're a lot of fun in mm-hmm. general. They are. You guys have had a couple. I, I We have currently have one right now. We currently do have one right now. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of terrifying. But, Jake, it is now your turn to talk about your show that you think should make a resurgence. Okay. So this one's biased um, in the sense of I haven't finished the show, but I know it's already ended too soon. It's Designated Survivor. Is um, that show over? Like, yes. Is, is, like the, the series is complete? Series is completely done. Okay. How so many seasons does it have? Three. So after it was on TV for the first two, then it um, was off for a year, <clears throat> Netflix picked it, up, picked it up. Okay. Which... If you didn't know that, it really throws you a curveball because the first episode uh-huh. they just drop a huge f bomb and you're like, whoa, whoa, wait, yeah, this came out yeah. of left field. Yeah, we, <laughs> we are on Netflix TV. now. Yeah. yeah, Netflix is like, screw you, I'm gonna drop as many f bombs as I want. Oh. We're gonna show tits. Netflix baby. Who is knows? like, yeah, we yeah. we just want the president to be real. F bomb every other sentence. Exactly. Yeah. They're they went more the the realistic version of it, which you can respect. I like the first two seasons a little more um, right now, but the character development just between. Season one and halfway through season three that I'm at is impeccable. Okay. It is, it is, it it is truly amazing. I'm a big fan of this show as well. Yeah. I one day in college I just I binge watched mm-hmm. the first two seasons and like before it got picked up by Netflix, I I immediately fell in love. It is such a good show. And so I haven't watched this show. You said you finished it, correct, Morgan? Yes. Okay. All the way so through. give me the is the ending appropriate? Is it a good ending? I it's a good ending. Um, to the point where it makes sense for everybody else but the main character. Okay. Like, the whole aspect is, like, this, so, like, the whole aspect of the show, the pre- this the president that is, like, the president for the rest of the show, mm-hmm. he somehow just gets into office by an unfortunate bombing of the U.S. Capitol, and every single person gets wiped out who is the president down to, like, um, his entire cabinet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, oh. there's there's this list of people that once it goes past like the president, the vi- the VP, all the House, mm-hmm. all of most of Congress, like whatever that list is, he's like bottom of the barrel, like two fifty. Yeah, and he gets picked, and he he's just thrown into this wildfire of having to deal with whoever bombed the Capitol, finding out who that was. And everything on that point, and everyone is rooting for a downfall, but he pulls it out. He is the, the U.S. Secretary of Housing and, and Urban Development. So yes. he jumps from there to the President of the United States. Yeah, I just was, pulled it up because I was HUD. curious. So yeah. he was HUD. Yeah. And then with all of that, so basically the designated survivors, just like we were talking about, 
um, is in case of the, an event such as this where like everyone else dies, basically. You are the designated survivor to if no one else on like Capitol Hill or Federal Hill um, can go and do the job, it is your uh, obligation to then step up and you're going to become president. Okay. And now typically, because we have a two-party system, you have two candidates from each uh, party uh, mm-hmm. say, hey, don't show up to like the State of the Union. Don't come to this because it's just more of a formality. Just more times than not, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And like they even like joke about it uh, to a sense where it's like they thought one of the guys in the, um, said he thought that his, the designated survivor was a punishment. And then after like all this went down, he was like, it is an honor to become the designated survivor because of, well, he's the only survivor. Mm-hmm. So the reason I brought that ending question is a lot of times people think shows need to come back because the ending wasn't appropriate or they thought that the ending wasn't a good end to the characters and how it was. So that's why I was curious on your opinion, Morgan, if the ending was good enough that it can end right there or if you thought there was more work to be done in the series where they could have pulled it off for one or two more seasons. Because I think there are shows that exist that you said three seasons. Mm-hmm. I think there are perfectly good shows that are designed to only go three seasons and once this plot is finished... The show is finished. So that's why I was curious with Designated Survivor. I feel like, well, the best case scenario for this Designated Survivor, if they wanted to pull, if they wanted to just do the best they can with that, the longest they could probably do it is eight seasons yeah, no because way. of how a presidential, presidential candidate can run. They mm-hmm. can only run eight years. So that beginning point would be the start of his first four. And then if he gets reelected, he could pull that off for another four. Gotcha. But also going back to like it being three seasons, the third season's only ten episodes. How long? Or is it because it's Netflix now? And the first two seasons are they about twenty? Like regular 20, about twenty four each. Regular yeah. TV show episodes. You yeah. got about twenty some episodes yeah. in a season. But it. I mean, it's a it's a really good show. I wish they could have pulled more out of the third season. And they don't take a side either. So like the guy who like gets it, he quite literally is independent. He's okay. classified as independent. Yeah, he doesn't fall out of either way. And I think it's a it's a change of pace. It's a fr- uh, refreshing taste that like you don't have to be Republican, you don't have to be Democrat. Gotcha. Um, and it's just a cool take on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. And now we're gonna go to we we talk about shows that should come back. Now we're gonna go and talk about shows that should have been canceled before they got to run their course. Maybe maybe some shows that had a good ending planned and wanted to go a little bit further so we are going to go in reverse order here so we are going to start with our man jake we're coming right back to you right back to me one show that you think should have been canceled earlier 13 reasons why after one season because or after there are three seasons right now okay yeah 13 reasons why after the first season not cut that bitch um Bad joke. Yeah, that was that bad was joke for thirteen reasons yeah. why. It wasn't I appreciate like uh, hold on. that's some dark ass humor. That's some dark ass humor. I'm about it. I don't know if you realize that. I didn't realize. Ooh, yeah. I mean, hey, that was uh, right yeah, in my yeah. head. I was good. Okay, that was good. Ooh. Nice. That being said, like literally, Selena Gomez hired a psychiatrist. That would make some sense. Some psycho person. Um, like. Psychiatrist, psychologist. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you. Means something I'm, else. I'm glad you yeah, yeah. elaborated there. Yeah. Um, to go and like, she asked questions like, "Hey, what shouldn't I show? What uh, should I show?" Uh, everything they shouldn't show. She was literally like, "Cool, third episode, it'll be there." Yeah. And ever, most people have seen at least the first season of Thirteen Reasons Why. 
Oh, well, you have I, I have not. Don't watch it. Okay. Don't watch it. See, I could argue I, that you should watch it. Uh, so, 13 Reasons Why was definitely disturbing, like, to watch it, but that's the point. That, I mean, yes. That's the point it's of the show. It's to bring awareness, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, it was very it's one much of those, to bring awareness. It's one and of those. Don't it's not the main aspect of the show, but it's, it's kind of one of those shows. I am not a fan of the show. Yes. I watched it, and I was like, all right, I get what you're trying to do here, but the main thing that just made me mad is, is it just little details in the show. That I don't think should have happened. That distracted me from the bigger picture mm-hmm. that was, like you said, bringing awareness. Um, but yeah, I, when they were saying that a second season was coming out, I was shocked. The first season, it, it's a per- some shows were designed to be yeah. one season. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a show being fantastic and running one because what was it, thirteen episodes? Ooh, I think fourteen. I mean, yeah, okay. I, th- I think you're right that it was fourteen. Um, and some shows are just designed to do that. They're, mm-hmm. It's perfectly fine with that. Yeah. So I, I'm with you. I, I totally think that show should have been stopped after the first season, and now it's in the third season. Well, and then after it came out, there was a dramatic spike in suicides. Was there really? Uh, is that it, a real statistic? Yeah. Yes. Is that? I don't know the exact number. Like, I saw it. Uh, I was reading about it uh, last night. I want. It was. It was something stupid. Like stupid. Like a number. It was like, oh god. Like they really shouldn't have shown. Like, and they showed like just the last episode they took out of the first season. I think it would have been fine. But the fact that they showed it, I think it, it almost green light. I gave the people some people green lights to like, okay, I can do this thing now. And right, I'm, that's I'm, just I'm just I'm just fact checking you here right no, now. No, please. In the month following the show's debut in March 2017, this is coming from NPR. Okay. Um, there was a 28.9 percent increase in suicide among Americans ages 10 to 17. Said the study published Monday in the Journal of the American Academic the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psych. Psychiatry. Really? So, twenty-eight percent is, is a quite that, that's a long drastic jump. Yeah, yeah. so I'm not saying you were wrong. I was just pulling the facts out no, there for all I of our listeners it. up there. Yeah, let's face it. Yes. Most, most things I'm going to say are not. And like I said, it was from NPR, published 2019. Yeah, like, I, I would not have thought. That. Oh, I thought it would have been the opposite. No, 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 no. That's why, like the, all, like the psychiatrists <clears throat> don't show this. Yeah. Be, and then here we go. Yeah, but. I, I totally agree. 13 reasons why I, you know, I haven't watched the second and third season, so I don't know if they fleshed it out and made it a, a competent story that you were able to watch for a second or third season, but I had always envisioned it as a one-season kind of show. Yeah, I, I just, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Like, Fair after enough. watching the first season, I not even felt traumatized by it, I felt, I felt unsettled by it. Yeah, and, and like, like Morgan and I said, I think that's kind of the point. Yeah, like it's definitely more like this stuff, like that stuff happens. And yeah. that's messed up. Yeah. And it needs to stop. That being mm-hmm. said, I cannot physically watch this happen. Like I can't take like, hey, I can watch no, I Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. But instead I'm gonna watch this girl get raped. Yeah. Well there's some shows that are, are meant to be rewatched and yeah. are for rewatchability, and there's some shows that are gonna make an impact and you only need to watch them once, and that's thirteen reasons why. Fair. So Morgan, we're gonna now go to you and you were gonna tell us your show that should have been dead on arrival. Should it should have been canceled sooner? See, I know I know a lot of females particularly will disagree with me. Oh man! But I I believe Grey's Anatomy Damn. should have been should have been cut maybe within two seasons. I think two it's on two seasons. Oh, okay. Dude, I, I think it's going on okay. like fifteen so, or sixteen. No, but I think state your reasons, and then Jake will give a rebuttal, and then I will give my non biased opinion. Okay, I have maybe watched about four or five episodes to length. That's four or five episodes longer than me. Yeah, so almost every episode I watch 
followed the same, like, script, I would <clears throat> say. Okay. Like, it felt like the same things were happening. Well, it's a hospital show, so yeah, that, that, that might be a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how many, I mean, there's a lot of injuries that could be going on in a hospital. So I don't think everybody's coming in with a gunshot wound every single day. Disagree. Yeah. Well, I, every single day, like 30 people come in, like, hey, yeah, we, need I mean, to, we need to deal with this right know. now, and then but again, there's four people having sex in the closet at the same time. Like I said. everything's an issue because of that. I have watched. <laughs> no one's t- touching that relationship in a, the office, like, the doctor's office. Like, <laughs> like, no one's touching that, but, like, yeah, well, it makes no sense. It. They're touching it, but, <laughs> like, there's people, like, with gunshot wounds. So, basically... Your point is the redundancy of that that, that the yeah. show brings because it, it is a fifteen season long show about a hospital. So, uh, seventeen seasons actually. Seventeen seasons. They okay, seventeen seasons is a long. Season. I, is that the longest? No, season? no. What how, the longest running? Seasons. Well, that's animated show, oh. but the longest running. I figured an animated show had the, had the title. I'll pull it up real quick while you guys keep talking. Okay, go on. I, uh, I was I was talking about seasonal length. Season length. I, I I was talking about like the anime. I feel like animes have a lot of seasons, and they just have long ass runs. Seasonal length. I see you. Yeah. The sure. longest running live TV show is Law and Order: Special Victims Unit at twenty two seasons, followed then by Gunsmoke at twenty, Law and Order Original at twenty, Lassie at nineteen, and then NCIS at eighteen. Grey's Anatomy is directly under that at seventeen. And is Criminal Minds like two below that? Because um, that runs at fifteen. Yeah, Criminal Minds is a four-way tie between between CSI, ER, my go-to show, Supernatural, and then Criminal Minds. Also, it's a five-way tie with the yeah. Jack Benny program, which I haven't heard because it came on in the fifties. Oh, now that's not a little hypocritical. Well, Criminal Minds is my favorite show of all times, but I, I know I'm saying that, <laughs> and it runs at fifteen seasons, mm-hmm. but. And that's the I, same kind of redundancy, but it's a red, yeah. redundancy that you enjoy. I enjoyed that redundancy. I did not enjoy the redundancy of well, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy is a it's a romance show disguised as a hospital drama. Yeah, is what it is. It really is. Um, it's a romance show that's disguised as they're in a hospital and they need to help people. Mm-hmm. Really, that show's about the love connection between all the mix. I don't watch the show, but you've got like McDreamy, McSteamy, whatever the hell their names are. Not anymore. I, 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 I assume they're dead. Dave Franco in there for like five seasons? No, ER, I think. I'd assume oh, they're dead. ER. After 15 seasons, characters have got to go. Yeah. No, no, no. they got to go. They've killed McDreamy, McSteamy. Uh, I think they did McSteamy first, then McDreamy. Um, and as I said, we're just saying names. Because I don't yeah, know I was who these about to say, are. are these legitimate names? Because I yes. could believe it coming they, from so Grayson Adams. These are the names from like the fandom. Yeah. Okay. So there's like two guys. That that also brings up yeah. I the, the fandom of Grey's Anatomy. Is, oh no, I'm on their side. They're they're live or die Grey's Anatomy, no, th- yeah. which annoys me as well. What, do, do the Swifties annoy you too? The Swifties, Taylor Swift fans. Yeah, I mean they, they behind, haven't really been they haven't not. really been going off recently. Yeah, because she throws out bangers and everyone can attach. Tay Tay has been dropping nothing. I'm not I'm not saying anything about Taylor Swift. Love the girl to death. She, I mean, she's got, she's coming up with some heat recently, but like, there's no one like posting everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just, oh my gosh, can't wait to listen to Taylor yeah. Swift for the 400th time. Yeah, this new episode of Grace has got note. me crazy. Have you not got any Snapchats? Okay, yeah, I'm, I was, I'm still big. I mean, I've always been into Tay Tay, but after folklore and Evermore, bro, I'm like, it's once a week. I get three, sna- three snaps hey, in a day. Here's all it is. You ready? She gets me. Taylor gets me. Taylor gets you. Taylor gets me. She understands. 
She understands. She does. We haven't even met. She understands. What does she understand? That I'm in constant pain emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in constant emotional pain. Okay. She's connected to everyone then at that point. Yeah. So I'm not going to dive into that. That's a whole nother. That's a whole I don't another. think we should because we don't have enough time. That's a whole nother. But I'm yeah. curious what uh, show you think should end. So I had a, I had a show coming into this mm-hmm. that I was dead set on saying and then you brought up a show being picked up by Netflix. Ooh. And I completely changed. So just for record, my original show was The Big Bang Theory. Yep. The Big Bang Theory went on a long time. I was a big fan of the BBT, Big Bang Theory, for those yeah. of you not no, versed in the culture. You. Um, of the BBT, but then it ran to about nine seasons, and they drew out the whole Penny and Leonard marriage. And I just didn't get they're about married? it. Married? Yeah, they're yeah, married. Yeah, they got married. She cut her hair. She's got like super short hair now. That's my stop watching. Yeah, um, but my show is a show called Longmire, and it's a show that I was obsessed with. Really? You're saying you? No, hear me out. So okay. this show was originally a AMC show, I yep. believe. And it ran three seasons with AMC, and it was must, or it was A&E, and it was must-watch television for the first four seasons, I apologize, and it was great. It's about a sheriff in um, an Old West, it's not an Old West town, but it's like, it's a modern town that still has Old West values out West, and essentially his wife had been killed. And it's actually based on um, it's based on some books from John Coveney and Hunt Baldwin. Damn. Um, and it's a great show. The first four seasons because it fleshes out you know the sheriff who has struggles with alcoholism and his wife being murdered and him trying to catch the murderer of his wife, all while trying to help the people of his town and the people of the Indian reservation that live close. And the end of the fourth season, everything cultivates into this one finale. That is so powerful and so great, and it ends perfectly. And then Netflix bought the rights to a fifth, six, to a fifth and sixth season. They want money. They wanted yeah. money. They, they wanted money. money. I watched one episode of the fifth season and said, "There's no reason that this should still be <coughs> making episodes." So they they closed yeah. it out so well, and like Netflix was like, "I'm gonna still buy it." A and E. It wasn't a great closure. Like it was good. It didn't answer all of your questions, but I could understand why it ended right there. I think it's better when they don't answer our questions. Exactly. And I could agree with that too. And that's why I enjoyed it. I, I love the ending of Longmire. The first four seasons are fantastic television. If you have Netflix, be sure to check it out because it's great. But after the, the like I said, one episode of the fourth season, or the, the fifth season, I apologize. That's when Netflix picked it up. There you go. I was done. One episode and I couldn't do it. Wow. There was no reason for it to come back. It just defeated me. Absolutely defeated me. But my show is... Longmire. And speaking of things that have been going on for a long time, spy movies. We are now going to start talking about spy movies. And Jake and I got into a little bit of this debate a couple weeks ago, before we even started the Wildly Mediocre podcast. We got into a little bit of debate of who the best movie spy is. I the live one. We were yelling. We were yelling. It was a very <laughs> heated argument. It sounds like arguments that you have almost every single week about just random. Jake and I argue a lot. You heard us arguing the other week about astrology and how I think it's stupid. And Jake thinks that it has a purpose or some shit. I didn't say it has a purpose. I think you might as well have said that. You were getting mad at the wrong things. I was getting mad at astrology because it's dumb. So is that like star signs? Yeah, it's like star yeah, signs. I, we are not no 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 sorry, not going yeah. down that rabbit hole. We're not doing it. <laughs> I'm We're not doing it. My mental health cannot take it today. Your All mental right? health can't take it any day. Yeah. It can't take it any day. But we are going to go to our best movie spy, 
And I'm going to start out this one because, in my opinion, there is only one movie spy. When you think of a spy. No, wait, time out. I want Mo to start. No, we're not going to do that. So I'm going to start. My point will contradict his whole point. I'm going to start. And there's only one movie spy. And that is Mr. 007 Bond. James Bond. I like to put an argument here. Okay, go ahead. You said there's one spy. There's been multiple 007s. It's it's one code name. I am particularly thinking about the Daniel Craig James Bond. Okay. Because he's the Bond that... that, He's the Bond that I grew up with. He's the Bond that I've seen the most movies. I appreciate Roger Moore, Pierce Brosnan, Sean Connery, all those guys. I appreciate all those... R.I.P. to Sean Connery. R.I.P. He died like months ago, dude. Don't act like you didn't hear it. He died months ago. Wait, this happened? Yeah, Sean Connery's dead. Wait a second. Yeah, no, wait. He, he died a while ago. He died months ago. Wait, no. Was it? You're playing. You're... No, he died months ago. Look up when he died, Morgan. Hold on, this is. Yeah, Yo, Sean Connery died in like 2020. Did COVID get him? No, I mean, COVID didn't get him. He was 93 or some shit. He died October 31st, 2020. At what age was he, Morgan? What? He. Give me a second. He was 90. 90. I thought he was 93. I apologize. Oh, it's not what? bad. I mean, yeah, he 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 passed away in 2020. I can't believe you didn't. What? I'm not okay. I'm sorry. I'm not okay. I'm sorry that it, it, it took this podcast for you to realize that Sean Connery's dead. Um, we've also got to realize that Sean Connery's not just James Bond, but he's Doctor Henry Jones Senior. I'm not okay. Indiana Jones's dad, right there, son. Mm-hmm. And Sean, I just looked it up. Sean Connery. He died of. Uh, Pneumonia-related respiratory failure. So mm. it was not COVID-related. Hate to see it. R.I.P. Tears are fall down. R.I.P. to my yeah, man, Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery but he was a good one. Speaking of James Bond, the 007, he's famous with 007, but my 007 is Daniel Craig. He's the man. Quantum of Solace, Casino Royale. Uh, the new one that's coming out, I believe it's called No Time to Die. Um, he was in Skyfall also. Kind of curious what he is. He is... He, James Bond is the movie spy. 007, the womanizer. How do you order a martini? Shaken, not stirred. You know People why? who don't even drink know that. And yes, I know why. Because when you shake it, the ice dissolves and it waters down the drink so you don't get drunk as fast. Yes. Yeah, he's smart. Completely. Un- he's so a that, super that, spy. That, that's a spy trick. He's a super spy. That's why James Bond is the best spy. And now we're all going to go around before we start arguing. Jake, who is your best movie spy? Oh my God. Is that Jason Bourne? Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Right. The American. The American yeah. wannabe James Bond, as I call him. No. Because you walk into a place, you say 007, no one kind of like flinches. Because, no, in his fe- defense, he's a He's a real spot. You say he's a real Jason spot. That's Bourne in any covert thing, people just shit on the floor. Well, I think it's because he's a renegade spy. Yo, they, no, one, no one got him. No he's, a, got he's, him. he's a, well, James Bond he's wouldn't right. go rogue like that. What? James Bond wouldn't go rogue like that. He appreciates oh, MI6. Disagree. You have, how many of the other ones have you ever watched? I've watched three of them. I haven't watched all of them. Yeah, you're right. I haven't watched all of them. Yeah, go. I, I know that he has a fit with MI6. I understand <laughs> that. But he's not to the level that Jason Bourne is. No. That being said, he also has a whole memory. He does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. James Bond knows what the hell's going on. Jason Bourne doesn't know he's Jason Bourne half the time. He's got a whole Winter Soldier get going on. But I have seen all of those movies, and I will admit that Jason Bourne is dope. Like, when you say Jason Bourne, like, just fear is stricken into everyone in that room. 
Exactly. Like, both are good spies. I feel for uh, 007, it's more of, like, classy ways on taking guys mm-hmm. out. Like, you're sneaking up behind them and getting them with razor wire. Jake's, like, he literally just walking up to the guy, punching him square in the nose. Just, like, give me what I want. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's what uh, Jason Bourne's doing. Yeah. All right, Morgan, let's hear your but, spot. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain mine will trump. Everybody's here. Mine is the one, the only, Finn McMissile <laughs> from Cars 2. I hate you. I hate it you might so not much. Be, it might not be the best Cars movie, but... He was even the best spy! I are you, are you kidding? So much. Finn McMissile. Mater was a better spy there than he was in that movie. <laughs> Mater didn't get caught. See, no, it's because Mater was allowed to do whatever he wanted. Finn McMissile, he lived by rules. Oh. You, don't, you don't break rules. B.S. Jason Bourne. Yeah, I mean, it, that's why... Actually, Jason Bourne has no rules. Yeah. If he did, he couldn't remember him anyway. Damn. <laughs> that's very true. Damn. I, Point I, me. I, I just believe Finn McMissile... You can't even say his name. I, it's, dude, it's I will admit, Finn McMissile's dope. He's, he's dope. Like, and the way he looks... He's dope. He, his car has a built-in mustache. Yeah. Like, that's what you want. It does, and he turned into a submarine at one that point. That is very true. And he, he really... The opening so, scene on the oil rig, oh my gosh, best television ever. Movie. Best movie. Best movie. That was dope. The, the movie scene, the opening scene on the oil rig is insane in Cars 2. Did we watch Cars 2 in the theaters? I think we did. We had to. Have. We were like adults watching Cars 2 in the theaters. It's okay. I went to go see Toy Story 4 or 3 and me and my buddy Nick. Um, we were at one of those movie theaters where you could get alcohol. Okay. And we oh. got two large things of beer, and mom was very much so judging me when I walked through the door. Hey, it, it, it happens <laughs> you know, sometimes. That Karen was ready to call someone, like, yeah, I don't think he should be here. Mm-hmm. And like, Karen, listen, I was watching these before the kid was born, so. I think this is just going to be a runaround anyway, so we're going to call yeah, this, because we've got one more segment that we got to get to. Morgan came on and brought this segment to us. Give it to us So, well. intro this segment, if you will, Morgan. And hit us with it. So I, w- I was scrolling Twitter one day, and I found these hashtags called Explain a Movie Plot Badly. And the whole concept, well, as it sounds, so people just give two, three sentences explaining a movie, and people have to guess what it is. Oh, boy. So I have I have eight. Let's see how many we get to. Okay. And I'm going to... This one's this one's fairly easy, I would say. So... Keep going. Okay. I'm going to start with this one. Rocking hard abs will make women look past the fact you're dirty, illiterate, and uncultured. Fight Club. No. Give me a hint. Yeah, hold up. Is it animated? Yes. Oh. It's animated. Yes. Do you want me to reread it? Yes, please. Rocking hard abs will make women look past the fact you're dirty, illiterate, and uncultured. Is it made by Disney or Pixar? Um, Cars. Disney. Disney? No. Rock hard abs? Listen, you just Cars can't have abs. abs. Listen. And Finn McMissile. Sorry. I don't, we, I don't mean to call Did back you say Disney or Pixar again? It was Disney. It was Disney? I'm fairly certain. Um, Shrek. No. Ooh. What is it? Who in Shrek has that? Shrek when he becomes a human. Oh. So it's Shrek 2. So that, that's Shrek 2, yeah. So you're still wrong. All right. So you guys got done guessing? Yeah. What is it? It is Tarzan. Tarzan. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awkward. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. All right, Morgan. Hit. All right. So the, so the next one is I don't think I'll get one. Deadbeat Dad denies per, uh, parental per, uh, parentage of diabetes diabetic man child during the holidays. Sorry, I, I messed up that. Is either. this a live action movie? Yes, or? live action. Okay. I'm not. Um, can you give us the main actor? 
if you know it. Oh, geez, that's gonna be I f- that's that's very that's gonna hey, that's gonna challenge. Challenge. Give me the description one more time. Seasonal. It's a um, seasonal movie. A uh, deadbeat dad denies uh, parentage of diabetic man-child during the holidays. Diabetic man-child during the holidays. Mm-hmm. The season would be Elf. Yes. Mm. It is Elf. Really? Let's elf. go. Yep. See, diabetic man-child, the buddy of the Elf loves candy. With the one scene. Uh, loves sugar. The, He's got to be a diabetic for all that sugar. Where he just starts dumping all the candy on it and syrup. All right, so I got one. Yeah. I'm I got not, one. I it, guarantee one, you I'm not going to get one. One nothing. God. So this next one. Okay. In a world of advanced technology... A computer Trump. file cannot be sent digitally. Can you read it again because Jake interrupted you? In, in a world of advanced technology, a computer file cannot be sent digitally. Computer file cannot be sent digitally. Star Wars. What? Which one? A New Hope. No. Mm. It is Star Wars. It is Star Wars. Rogue One? Yep. It is mm. Rogue Let's One. Let's go. Yeah. See, I immediately, went, I immediately went Death Star plans, and then I went Leia puts them in R2-D2. Yeah. Why yeah, couldn't she just? Yeah, 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 okay. Gotcha. Damn. Let's go. I got two. All right, this one. Am I gonna get one? No, you won't get one. I this one. This one's short and sweet. Okay. Stand up comic kills. Stand up comic kills. Stand up comic kills. The Joker. Yes. Oh, so I was looking at Deadpool. Deadpool's really? not a stand up comic. Nobody's the whole thing behind Joker is that he's a he's, he's a, a horrible stand up comic. comic. I get oh, okay. We watch Joker together. <laughs> well. And if anything, you should remember what movie than I did because I was hungover. Yeah, but I was. Still it was barely tentative. I'm pretty sure I was still drunk. <laughs> you drove to get us pizza. Listen, let's not let's not look at the yeah, logistics. Not okay, okay, okay. Let's not look at the logistics right. here. Ready for the next one? Yes. I'm not perfect. So far, I have. Right. Three. <laughs> yeah, I have. Zero. It is three to nothing, and I think we've done. We, four. We, yeah, we've done four. I didn't get the uh, uh, girl lands her perfect man after she dries her hair, shows off her legs, and stops talking. Dries her hair, shows off her legs, and stops oh. talking. Yep. Brave. No. What? Okay. She talks the entire time through the movie. She becomes a bear. So, oh, no, the mom becomes a bear. Sorry. Yeah, the mom becomes a bear. Um, a is it animated? It is animated. Is it Disney or Pixar? Disney. I've got absolutely no so, clue. I can read it again. Yep, one more time. Girl lands her perfect man after she dries her hair, shows off her legs, mm. Little Mermaid. and stops talking. L- Little Mermaid. Yep. Dries off her hair, she How gets out. Shows her legs, she gets. Because she's she, a she mermaid. Gets rid of her fish tail. Lane, she, yeah, and she doesn't talk the whole time. Yeah, I don't really know the specifics. She definitely. Um, it's been a long time since I've watched. Yeah, uh, it's been a long time since I've watched The Little Mermaid. I hate. I hate that I haven't gotten one. But that being said, I hate the fact that you've gotten like four. I've gotten four out of the five. Yeah, I got. I got three more. Okay. All right. So th- this one, yeah, this one might be a complete throwaway. Okay. But guy who beats his meat. Gets paid to do it on TV. Rocky. Yes. What? It is Rocky. Rocky Balboa. So much. The most iconic scene from Rocky is him boxing in the he, freezer. He's, he, he's in a meat locker. He's he punching the, the side of cattle in there. First off, I'm aware that's of the one scene. of the most. That's literally the cover art for Rocky. Yeah. That's like the album cover. Everyone for the knows soundtrack. him running up the steps, not the freaking. Okay, movie. sorry. It might not be the most iconic, but yeah. it's pictures everywhere. How do you know? <laughs> uh, there's two more. There's a chance. There's a chance. That's All right. Lie. Next one. Father lives in the closet without his daughter knowing. Oh God. Father lives in the closet without his daughter knowing. Mm-hmm. Narnia. No. Not what? There was a cupboard involved. I don't know. It's a, actually technically a wardrobe. So it is. Um, it is live action. It is live action. Mm-hmm. Daughter. So it's father lives in the closet. Father lives in the closet without his daughter knowing. Parasite. No. Okay. And closet is not a. You've. Uh, 
a euphemism. It is for, not a euphemism. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, can I get another hint? Do you have another hint without giving it away? Um, give me something. Give me something. I'm not smart. It is. It was a very long movie when it came out. Like the runtime was longer than most movies around that time. Um. So, can you give me the description one more time? Uh, father lives in the closet without his daughter knowing. Father lives in the closet. This one is a very broad daughter. One. I'll be surprised no. if you guys really get this. I don't have it. The B movie. No, I wish. I wish it was a B movie one. Damn it. I, that would be hard to come up with a really bad plot for it. It is Interstellar. Ooh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got it now. Oh, it's one of my favorite movies. It's one of my favorite movies. I, I used to hate it when it first came out because I was young-minded and I did not It's hard because it's a Nolan movie. And yeah. Nolan movies are hard to understand. Okay, so this, yeah. is, this is the last one. Okay. This one might be easy for Mikey again. After a teenage boy goes through changes, he starts taking selfies for money. Teenage boy goes through changes. changes. Spider-Man. Yep. Wow, that was really fast. Mm-hmm. So you just got to think that Peter Sam, Parker's... Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yep, it's Sam Raimi original Spider-Man. He takes pictures of himself as Spider-Man for money for the Daily Bugle. For the Daily Bugle. So I got... You did eight. I got six I got, of them. I got yeah. zero. Again, not surprised. I'm sure if we did a hundred, I would still get zero. No, I think when no, we did a hundred. I when I was looking them up, there were a lot of easy ones. Yeah. So did you just not give me an easy one? He wanted to challenge us. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna do. Look one. at me. I'm already. Oh. He wanted to give you a challenge, Jake. You know what's gonna make you better? Give you something that's easy, and you're gonna get immediate gratification from getting it correct. Well, it's going to challenge you to think and use your brain, man. I know. Someone will make you feel better right now. Yeah. We don't need to make you feel better. We're trying to make you better. Oh. Feeling better and being better are two different things. I hate you. That's a conversation for a different day. Morgan, mm-hmm. thanks for coming on to this episode of the Wildly Mediocre Podcast. Did you have a good time? I, I had a great time. Thank you for having me. Awesome. It was, it was a lot hey, of fun. We had a great time. Thanks for checking us out. Make sure to leave a rating. Give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening to. That would be dope. We'd appreciate it. Thank you for tuning to the Wildly Mediocre Podcast. I'm Mike, joined as always by Jake, our special guest, Morgan. Take it easy, everybody.